बोलेगा बोलेगा सुन ओके गोज लाइक दिस ग्रेट ओके so when we had the arms race and the space race <laughs> bro i'm um, dead bro i'm dead i'm dead bro wait <laughs> 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 fucking laugh wait 5 seconds rup 5 seconds rup because this fucker said breathe in breathe out i lost it this is good bro 5 seconds wait why you always in the mood fuck around like a brain new Hello guys, welcome to our podcast. I'm Aryan. Sanjit, say something. Namaste. Adi, say something. Hi. Krishna, say something. Hello, sir. And our special guest, say something. His name is Bharat Bajaj. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I think like we already started this discussion like in a, the call, but Adi had as a question to ask about. Yeah. uh so hi welcome to our podcast uh so hi. before we start any conversation um i thought we'll just start with this one question because it's like perfect context to what we're going to talk about so uh listen carefully the question is mm-hmm. what does it mean to be human what mm-hmm. are we defined by what does it take to be human are like are there like qualifications uh, requirements for you to be human so i think that's like perfect setting for the podcast so let's start mm-hmm. uh We have a special guest, Bharat. Today, so you want to say something, bro? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, like, what are the qualifications to be human? I think it's the only intellectual part of humans that separates us from the rest of the living creatures. It's like you are a human being per se, and there is like million creatures on Earth. The one thing that defines us is our mental ability, our cognitiveness, and also how we able how we analyze stuff and also use logic. and many ways like we and know stuff and then we are also able to create stuff like this is a mental thing that i think separates us from everything else and also one more thing is that we are able to like upgrade like okay uh, the basic example you can use technology we started with um, a basic telephone and now we are with smartphones and obviously there is going to be smartphone yeah, without definitely. any you know, attached stuff it don't interrupt we don't end there we have like a stick ai artificial intelligence we are inbuilt ai it's like we get something and we build on that we we grow more intelligent and become a better species that's what defines us as far as i know okay damn wow. like seriously wow. oh <laughs> i i aren't bro i think we need to surrender surrender the podcast to bharat right here Yeah, no, I know no, we're no. giving the, giving the podcast he he gets to name the podcast for sure yeah okay yeah that that you can do that Okay, yeah. so Bharat, I think he made like I think he literally summed up on what we are about to talk. Like I think every single point was made, and I think we're going to elaborate upon those points. Like I think mm-hmm. intelligence itself is so unique. Like we are the alpha species. Like we are on the top hierarchy of the food chain, right? Like we can we can like we can kill a whale, man. I know it's it's mm-hmm. very inhuman, but like the might the biggest creature in the whole world. Like it's so easy, but like. more yeah. than that like a, a human i feel that humans are more advanced because of their emotions which i think is very important that we could discuss uh, krishna you have something to say about that yeah i, I think uh, yeah emotions too uh, humans have a lot to do with emotions and 
uh, as i think bharat was saying we humans have segregated ourselves from the rest of life forms through our cognitive sense cognitive sense to understand things and there is something called as emotional intelligence too here mm. so i'll tell you an instance so in during the medieval medieval ages the crusades and stuff people used to hate each other the christians and the muslim world but still mm. they were able to act uh, like uh, come together on some stuff like trade mm. uh, like for example gold this is how emotional intelligence in us humans as a whole defined us it put us together as a group as a working unit as a collective intelligence i think this is how we as humans also relate in families or as um, a membership group so for that for that example as uh, good organizations this hum- uh, emotional intelligence separates us from the rest of the human species like the rest of the life forms for example a chimpanzee group is always rivalrous to another chimpanzee group that is not the case with us humans i am able to coordinate as well with an african uncle as i can with my own guy right i think mm-hmm. that separates humans from the other life forms i know you you said that but like i according to me like i feel humans are the biggest enemy of themselves because we literally work upon like our whole like if you are defining men during the medieval era all the wars which is fought it was only for the ego of the man if you're thinking about it mm-hmm. right mm. so that's a so interesting way to not, put it yeah exactly so man can be the biggest enemy or the biggest friend of each of other himself. Like we can, mm. of himself yeah so uh, like there's so many more things and I think emotions are the ones which play a biggest part in this Like uh, having all these things. Mm. True, true. Creating so much on the topic. It's like emotions may be just like maybe our downside in our cognitive ability. Mm. Okay, like if you think of this way, let's take a scientist. Okay, he, as far as I know, is not as emotionally connected to what he does than a person in a dog ad- adoption center. Uh, yeah that's Einstein true as an emotional connect with theory of relativity or physics or the laws he might not have been able to come up with the theory you know like it restricts him to certain boundaries like okay think of theory of relativity as a person as if i might hurt mm. or hurt if i do like this or there are certain things you are you cannot do you know when you're emotionally connect with something so that's a new thing No, I think I have an interesting point here. Uh, why do you think scientific knowledge is actually more, uh, what do you say, more intellectually demanding than other types of knowledge? I think uh, the guy at the doc center, as you said, would be able to deal more profoundly and effectively with other people than Einstein. Truly speaking, mm. he's the most compatible person. Yeah. Uh, a person in dog center is more socially compatible than Einstein. Now, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. wh- now when you ask the question, why is he more socially compatible? You come to a, come to an obvious answer that he is emotionally more knowledgeable than Einstein. And for practical purposes, this emotional knowledge is sometimes even more profound and effective than scientific knowledge. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. 
so like yeah. talking about knowledge itself like i think knowledge is like the wisdom of uh, the language of wisdom which i feel <laughs> like this is what was passed on to uh, from my great grandmother to great grandfather and everyone so like wisdom itself like being humble being empathetic like this is not the qualities which you see in uh, nature because people say that nature is uh, is loving the mother love but also nature can be the most cruelest thing ever mm. like you see all the uh, yeah. incidents which can happen so like it's so amazing to think about like and but still i just feel like why humans has Uh, have some artificialness when it comes to being in nature i don't know there's something about us that which is so different we are all mm. products of nature right we um, mm. we are tend to be uh, we act like we are giving back to nature of sorts but most of the time we take from nature rather than give back to it and uh, so true. yeah i think what uh, what makes us what we are are like these weird things that uh, we don't tend to notice most of the time but it's just weird things that we do from time to time like we are nature has given us two hands okay one left and one right and if you see any other creature it won't uh, have this bias of choosing one hand over another but right when we are born that asked to right we are asked to right and we have to choose one hand to right i mean that's the most it's it's a bizarre thing now that i'm thinking about it people are ambidextrous i agree but why is it that we are asked to choose one hand over the other like what wh- what is the correct answer should i choose right or should i choose left like the uh, our, our brains have processed the theory of like dominant the dominancy of one over the other and uh, all those uh, like there's this left brain right brain all that kind of stuff but it's just bizarre that you think about it the way that i am thinking about it yeah that is true no to add on to adi's point i think sanchit could i go yeah 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 uh, no no our topic was uh, how do humans fit into nature right yeah apparently yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly but uh, i think humans decide what fits into nature right now think of this that's yeah think of this individual individual species uh, were always a subject to nature and natural changes always life is life in general has always adapted to its change like su- changing surroundings mm-hmm. now but humans for the first time have adapted to surroundings to suit them ah so let, yeah. let me give an example uh think of a chimpanzee somewhere in uh, equatorial guinea or somewhere weird mm-hmm. but okay now it has never complained about new huge trees being uh, like emerging in that area it has never complained mm-hmm. not do snakes like finding uh, scorching deserts being formed in their terrain mm-hmm. now for example we found a hot desert we turned it into dubai now that is how we think that that is how we have changed the course of life now mm-hmm. we change our surroundings to fit us rather than like not the other way around i think that is how much power we possess as humans right now you know they call mm-hmm. humans the greatest survivors mm. yeah oh, yeah um i think like the way we are living right now has like it's a result of the natural instinct of survival as like imagine there is like one person like the first human on earth 
he luckily like somehow had the instinct of survival like one thing he has to do is to survive and how to survive exploit the things around him and just make sure he lives mm, and yeah i think like that developed more se- like from that like okay he tried to cut down trees build shelter for himself look for food found food gathered it and then there was a community and then money started coming in and then like we grew in intelligence through all these stages like talking mm-hmm. to self talking to other human beings and also observing stuff all of a sudden like we became dominant species on earth and had the power you said like Mm, uh, bro, yeah. when you talk about instincts, do you think we learned we learned it from someone? Because I thought like uh, there are some uh, things that are coded into ourselves, into our DNA, that we are uh, these are some fixed actions that we do from time to time, and we are born in such an inherent manner that we tend to have this inclination towards doing certain things. In our case, everything that is put on this earth is put on to survive. If you see the if you see yeah. a, like an orphan pigeon, right? Once it re- it has this inherent vice of knowing what to do at when to do and how to do how do you think it knows that it couldn't like have possibly read a book on how to be a penguin for dummies or orphans that's not possible so what i'm saying is instincts <laughs> tend to come yeah. naturally yeah, you, you, you even develop instincts but sure but to be honest i think humans are way past instincts or survival the survival yeah. nature yeah right like uh, right now like we don't really care about like we know that we're going to get like at least our class of society we know that we're going to get but we are concentrating on education and building ourselves up mm. no i think i, I uh, think again, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. go no sense sense three of us are talking no, who they, to decide rock paper scissors come on yeah. rock okay. paper scissors <laughs> rock paper Any idea? i put a scissor oh, oh shit oh shit and, uh, <laughs> I can we agree on one thing um that the instinct of survival is what is responsible for us being like what we are right now mm, definitely yeah that to is one point true, true, true. see there was one point when we moved from necessities to luxuries that's why we are yeah, not yeah. Uh, we are unsettling i was a base mm. like was a part that came into world. like but how did it even come okay there are two types of instincts like that like you can develop instincts and there instincts are already existing you know like when you keep on doing something like um what okay let's come to football okay just if you exactly. keep on playing football <laughs> exactly as striker supposed to come in this okay. no shit looking for goal you know like okay first yeah. you like put your left foot in the way where you want to shoot and then look at the goalkeeper's position everything everything and when you try to take on the goalkeeper a hundred times you develop an instinct like you know where to shoot and when to shoot mm-hmm. you can't explain True. it to others but there is something in you like a magic this instinct you can do it and this instinct oh. of survival did it come naturally out of nowhere or is some biological reactions that has led to this or did we develop okay i i like to present a situation over here bharat bharat i only want bharat to answer this bharat imagine okay in hmm. krishna's words imagine oh my god <laughs> oh yeah imagine you are a um let's take a penguin okay you're a penguin okay ah huh? it's a weird question yeah. you're a penguin you're just born absolutely nothing is there this absolutely nothing over there no no other penguins no humans no polar like polar bears not mm-hmm. existing okay okay sorry so what would you yeah. do the first thing when you open your eyes and you look around there's nothing what would you do 
if i were a penguin okay first that question is difficult to answer because i know what okay. penguin would do i'll i'll give you a, i'll give you a condition also 2 meters from where you are lying down okay there is a fish and you want hey, to eat that fish mm. so um, how would you i want uh, my present scenario what i'm thinking is you have to walk you have to move from your place to that fish how would you do that are you going to wait for someone to come and teach you or what would you do mm, that's a good question that's a nice yeah. nice i think okay uh if okay let's take two scenarios if the penguin or if i were to go walk to the fish and eat the fish we can conclude that instincts like the survival instinct is natural you just get it when you're born yeah if i were not to if i was not able to do that then i don't know what you can conclude i mean a hunger is supposed to kick in at some time it's natural but is it natural for you to go for that fish and not for the ice that you're lying on to quench your thirst sorry hunger mm. i think the penguin would try to move like it's just like you know like this it's like okay it's like a kid okay when a kid mm. gets a new toy you just do stuff with it like you don't know what it's going to result into but you just play with it and so you're trying to learn you're trying yeah. hmm huh. so you have something in front of you they just so it's trying natural you, you, is trying a natural in- instinct trying comes with curiosity that's natural so curiosity is natural when you're curious about something you try or else like i don't care right okay so oh. in this instinct <laughs> no, i'll just say okay i'll just say one thing yeah, yeah. If, if, you give, if you give a toy to a kid he'll play with it but if you give a toy to a dog it is going to hump it <laughs> That's playing oh it. That's how you God. think. That's only Aryan thinks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think. True. I think. Uh, Aryan. I think Aryan oh. put out a good point actually about hmm. uh, ingrained instincts. Now think of yeah. this. Uh, think of this, uh, Aryan. What's your favorite uh, uh, food? I like someone's mom. Obviously. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh okay. my God. Okay. Okay, please. Okay, this is it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so. Arin, please cut it out, please. <laughs> think over this, Arin. Today you ran about yeah you ran for about a uh, one and a half hour. Okay, you doubled your run time. You're so very hungry right now. Cool. Now I present you with a pizza with a cool soda. Cool. Now. Cool. you start gulping on it like you just uh, start eating it doing uh, iman like what to say you, you don't follow the etiquettes of eating let's say that okay. now yeah anyways that's not <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so you start eating but the moment the food goes into into your mouth the pizza i say the pizza is poisonous i'm sure you would spit it at that same moment yeah that is because this survival instinct is still ingrained in, into you you know this you know that when i eat poison i die right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you didn't have the time to think you didn't have the time to take a, a breath because taking a breath means you eating the food right mm-hmm. but still mm-hmm. i think you will be able to take the decision and that means life itself has some default settings into it like it has some default uh, characteristics that is built upon into everything so it's ways of teaching that, you yeah a penguin would know 
that fish is fish is its food by mm-hmm. default it would not go for the ice but for the fish mm-hmm. i think that is how nature and life forms work i think when yeah, you ta- when bharat is talking about uh, learning instincts instincts that have been learned i think i can cite the example yeah, of the cognitive ha cognitive uh, i can cite, cite the example of that movie uh, the karate kid where uh, in the beginning jackie chan is teaching jaden smith like wax in wax out and when he's continuously uh, as a habit is keeping yeah. on doing that when he's being attacked his uh, he, his brain goes numb and the first thing he does is wax in and wax out to protect himself i think that's mm-hmm. a form of uh, cognitive instincts i think one thing we can establish yeah. that uh, humans are habitual beings like a, a habit has to be formed to adapt to something yeah yeah that's good man that's a good point that is yeah. definitely right yeah nice but are are see what i think i got to a nice point right now see mm-hmm. uh, animals adapt to themselves when nature acts on it like if they're hungry they're going to attack mm-hmm. right when the weather is not nice, they humans, migrate exactly weather is not yeah. nice they migrate but for mm. humans the first time he build a pickaxe to this thing it is to think beyond like he could have survived with beans he could have done uh, he could have just scavenged different parts of the uh, jungle and get it but his ability to build something a little stronger and uh, to go the uh, for more further step is what makes us different is what i felt Yeah, our, our ability to our ability to control our habits is what makes us different. I think. Mm. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think uh, we've come to the part of the podcast where uh, we're going to have a competition and see uh, which one of the four of us, me, Krishna, Bharat, and Aryan, are going to make which one of us are going to make Sanjit talk. Oh, yeah, exactly. Amel. That's yeah. a good competition. Can I try I first? No one will succeed. ஒன்ஸ்டாக் memory mm. is filled something but if i tell it to 1 plus 29 mm. store it in the memory and build on it you know it's like okay he spoke this so what all he might be into he spoke about mm. eating a pizza might be into eating food like he spoke mm. at this particular time so he might eat at this particular time and give suggestions mm. to ai think mm. so humans are in built ai as i already mentioned it's like somehow like go beyond things like there are too many things around us that we can't like step foot you know mm. like okay like nidigar one thing like mm. we have the inbuilt cognitive ability to go mm. beyond like using all okay one second yeah. um so what would you say on it like are we ai <coughs> natural ai okay so yeah. what yeah. your question was see there's too much knowledge around here i'm completely lost but uh, hmm. i'll still try to keep up with you people okay like what i personally believe and understand is that being human is obviously like a gift and a curse in its own hmm. because you have so much cognitive ability you have you know you have a lot of things in you you have this uh, 
keen uh, you know this like urge of under, like knowing what is your surroundings you know this curiosity nature that is within you it is a lot so now like mm-hmm. every one of you were saying that you know like um, we we don't we, we not only have these survival instincts and all but we try to you know discover our nature our surroundings as well and then we try to build up on it so now as you said what are we like um, you know this uh, natural ai or something like mm. obviously we are the definition of intelligence yeah you know all these ais and all these come from us this is what we want to progress because we understand that we understand our limits as humans that is what i think differentiates us okay you know? i have one more question for you hmm Firstly, do you think if we create AI, mm. they are going to create another AI, like another version of robots? Before you say your answer, I have I'll just give you a situation. All right? Mm. We are inbred AI, right? Mm. Agree with that? Okay. So what are we yeah. doing right now? We are trying to build another AI. So one AI yeah. is building another AI. So if mm. you disagree with the point that our AI robots will mm. create another set of AI robots, I'm just telling mm. you. That we being mm-hmm. AI are already developing AI. So I want you to answer. Yeah. Look, can I just say one thing? Like, is this a conspiracy theory? Mm-hmm. Are we AIs actually? <laughs> are we built from someone? Oh my God. We oh agreed on that. So we are not AIs, but we are uh, what is that? Cy- <laughs> what, what was that thing? Some half cyborg. human, half robot. Cyborg. Yeah, cyborg. We are. Yeah, not, yeah. Not oh, actually completely AI, but we are. Yeah, fancy words for cyborg. Okay. First thing, I made him speak, bro. ஒன்னுமன்ஸ் if we see we are developing you know a new newer generation every time we are reproducing the same way mm. ai has probably its own limits that we have set but as it keeps learning it tries to break those boundaries and new versions of it come mm. so i don't know where there is a stop but i'm sure that there will be you know more and more probably like you said ai and then then, then probably there would be another one so it will keep evolving that's obviously nature that we are you know it like we said we are natural ai so now if you make an artificial ai obviously all these components will be put into it yeah so mm. before we go into bharat, ai is really good or not we will not go into it yeah yeah bharat could you add on to that okay yeah you have a shot you can though yeah so. yeah mm. you said that uh, we resemble ai right mm. humans resemble ai yeah you are actually right in some sense mm. but think of this now ai specialized in identifying faults like classifying mm. images handwritten images okay mm. now it will be able to distinguish a handwritten 10 from a handwritten 9 right so yeah 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 but it will not be able to understand whom to vote to in the next election so let me mm. give you a perspective artificial intelligence is like a box it performs its function in a box very well it achieves the maximum efficiency that it can achieve in doing that task but it does not have the creativity nor the mind to explore something else out of the box now using the same ai it you cannot use the same ai with the same fundamentals 
to decide uh, on a decision like something like uh, decide on what car to buy next that is impossible that is yeah. something that differentiates us and ai we have the ability to do so many things we have a creative approach to solving problems but not ai experiences differentiate us yeah this this nature of ai being closed and compartmentalized is not present in humans humans are free to do anything we created this world that is uh, yeah. there uh, in uh, like uh, in front of our eyes so in a sense we are something more than a normal ai we are not ai yeah. in the conventional sense we are a, we are an ai with a creative mind to add to it Okay. Just that to is, just to clarify, I didn't mean AI AI, but what I meant, you know what I meant, no? A type of AI. Yeah, yeah, understood, understood. <laughs> not like type of AI, but yeah, like, yeah, 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 understood I get what you said. Yeah, yeah, I get you. It's like we just don't stay in the box. Hmm. Okay. Just, can we talk about another topic? Yeah, I just got this thought some ten minutes ago. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Um. Okay, we all agree that we are the top of the cognitive chain. Food chain. Such thing. The most thing. intelligent beings. Right uh, like a pyramid based on uh, cognitiveness mm. or intelligence <laughs> yeah. at the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, let's think of this. Okay, humans use all their five senses to gain knowledge or anything. They hmm. have five hmm. proper, highly functioning senses, right? Hmm. And okay, like I think the next. Uh, Like a creature in the pyramid is dolphins, right? Dolphins or chimpanzees, somewhere, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like Apes, sorry, yeah, something like that. And I, I think dolphins don't use their all the senses, all the five senses to the like optimal level, like humans do. Hmm. And when you go down the pyramid, you not only realize that the the create living things are like deteriorating in the cognitive thing, also the number of senses they can use. Oh, is this what? Like, okay, uh, you know, you know. Oh my God! Actually, I don't think I I don't think that's true. Like, see, I think there there are bunnies, right? Like the 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 most here they have cra- crazy hearing sense. Dogs have next level sniffing sense. Like we don't even stand close to them. I think yeah. it's the data which we get from the uh, senses and how we interpret it is what makes the difference that's what i think. yeah i'm just telling you there's a relation like it can't be nothing right so i'm just telling if there is something just ask a question sorry <laughs> oh, okay bharat 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 huh? i was thinking this way yeah as aryan hmm. said uh, dogs are very good with hearing but for hmm. us we, feel, we like our primary senses are eye our vision yeah yeah you don't say Like uh, listen, witnesses. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. So we use eye for everything. What? Why do you think that has evolved? Like, what is the advantage of eye over other senses? Oh, okay. Answering in a biological aspect, uh, I think like the reaction time from eye to brain is the uh, fastest compared to uh, all the other senses. Oh, that's nice to hear. <laughs> that's nice to know. Yeah. So maybe that. Actually, Or, yeah. Obviously, there can be a second answer here. But why don't we even see it in that sense now? Uh, you, you know, we use it, dogs right? and all. Wait for sniffing and all, because mm. obviously their senses are higher than us. Mm. It is their it is their way of communicating. For us, what we see, we are able to communicate it outside too. Yeah. 
so i mm-hmm. think that is the reason why there's no like you know because obviously what we see is what we tell yeah but then you can't rely the same on other beings like other animals or something like that like That's you true. never know a dog could also see better so, like, but the way, but his ability all... to communicate is through sniffing and all you know th- what those type of sense i feel like that is what it is no bro it's supposable thumbs that sir why you want to complicate <laughs> it <laughs> no he's going into the eye gestures i know i know, I know it, it all makes sense i'm just stupid enough. yeah yeah I'm like opposable thumbs so madhuri yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we talked about a lot of things related to human but i think one of the most unique things about human i don't mean to say a positive thing but like greed is a very big part of human evolution not evolution in sense like human history and human present also mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. greed yeah. itself mm-hmm. is embodied within uh, uh, some culture not cultures like a human's culture like when he develops uh, when he becomes bigger and uh, better like uh, one mm-hmm. thing is agreed about money you want more money you want more money and more like that is a big thing and then you have greed for power you want uh, you want authority which is shown by many dictators like stalin and everything so actually like th- uh, going through this topic what do you think about it sanchit like yeah i i agree to your thing like as you said you know the bigger and the more powerful you become the sen- like the this quality of greed is evident but i actually want to ask one question um mm. what what you know what came first like what comes first curiosity or greed like if anyone could answer that mm. i i think curiosity uh, or greed uh, yeah i'm i'm just going and um, what did we develop first curiosity or greed i think uh, i think it's curiosity yeah. i think it's curiosity yeah. because once we uh, we're curious we want to know something and then when we do know it we're greedy to know more and extract more from what we've uh, start, started out to discover so like if you mm. if you uh, discovered a new way to earn money uh, yeah. at first it will be like oh i was curious i just i just stumbled across this and then you'll be like yeah i want more so mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's always material yeah. when you think about greed but uh, it's yeah. not yeah. a curiosity No, I think that is special for humans, right? Like I was thinking about some other creatures. Uh, take for example, uh, amoeba, or the best example, uh, plankton. Hmm. Now, its own, its sole objective is to make more of itself, right? Plankton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it is greedy for occupying most, like the maximum it can get, right? Mm, yeah. Like making the maximum mm. copies. Now. Mm-hmm. as in the process if something interesting is happening in the environment it's mm-hmm. like it becomes it see it doesn't have a, a cognitive sense to understand the curiosity like it's not curious about something but exactly yeah i take it in this this sense when it mm-hmm. observes something in in its surroundings if it helps in the process of making more copies of itself it is mm-hmm. it is uh, a positive thing for it right yeah so if we see the uh, like if we see the chain of thought here the first mm. uh, process that is happening here is greed greed yeah. to make more copies of itself then yeah. if something helps and it is curious mm. about that in the amoeba sense uh, if mm. it is curious about that then it mm. dwells into it yeah. but not that so way. i so i had like i just had a question like 
does this nature of like you know these opposite ways of thinking is what balances the whole you know the whole like this nature that we talk about hmm. what do you mean like the nature as in our surroundings see like it yeah the way it balances life out i think he's talking about ecosystem hmm. yeah like now we as he said now humans for us first curiosity come came first and then we stumbled upon greed but for other creatures it was greed first and then they stumbled upon curiosity like that mm that's 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 so do you feel this cross culture this cross culture is what keeps everything even mm mm-hmm. okay damn is that the balancing thread is that what yeah. you're asking yeah Ooh. so are you say uh, so wait your point is that you're saying curiosity is a form of greed or or uh, no, um, no 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 Oh, okay. You're saying animals start out with greed and then end up with curiosity. We do the Not other. Not exactly animals, thing. but like the example that he gave. In his ah, example, greed was first. Yeah. But mm. yeah, but for us, curiosity is first. Uh huh. So these cross-cultured natures do they balance out? I, I think when talk, when we're talking about uh, curiosity, well, uh, most of the time it's uh, it's a strong desire to know something or to find a peculiar like a thing something that stands out mm. right and then mm. when yeah. you find when you find that thing that stands out you want it all for yourself and that is mm. great that is where great comes yeah. so mm. um yeah that's that's all i wanted to say shit ha oh, okay so yeah. to answer sanjit's question so what he said was like um humans had curiosity and greed like the order mm-hmm. and when yeah. you put r to the other side it had otherwise like ulta yeah 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 greed and then curiosity so he was asking mm-hmm. if this like cross linking thing keeps the keeps life in balance so yeah. for that to answer the question like does everything happen cross if cross like uh, the reverse of things like for us it Greed, curiosity. For Ami, by curiosity, greed, and for lions, what it is, and for t- turtle, what is. So we need to like, mm-hmm. like know which happened to which thing first. So to categorize that, I think it's based on, like, it's natural. You you just can't tell ki if there was another uh what what's it life like if there was another earth where things were happening. Mm-hmm. Can't tell yeah. if humans again get curiosity first and greed. But I think for humans you can guarantee to a certain part, but not for the other animals. Ramiba, it happened because the conditions were favorable for you know for it to re- reproduce. That's why it stumbled mm-hmm. upon greed curiosity. So I don't think we can answer the question. It's morally morally based on probability than facts. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So are we yeah. looking? Are we? If we are looking for an answer over here, I think as humans we can control uh, whatever we are, either greed or curiosity. Because uh, mm-hmm. like we. we we are greedy for uh, a good life a happy life we we, uh, we when 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 you know when you are sitting and watching a movie after you finish the movie you are greedy for more uh, hmm. but you are not willing to uh, be curious why you want more is what do you de- what happiness is it that you derive from this that you want more that's a good question mm-hmm. So that's where the curiosity part comes in inside greed itself. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a cycle. Like okay, first curiosity, you watch the movie, then you're greedy for more, but you are yeah. never curious. Like as of why we are greedy. Yeah. Like if if say uh, Krishna likes playing the guitar, okay, maybe he feels good, but then 
he wants to play more keep playing more he just wants to keep playing it more and more and more just wants to feel good right is greedy for having that mm. feeling that he gets when mm. he plays the music yeah. is it is it happiness is it satisfaction is it uh, is it just desire itself that you know that makes him want to have more of what he's having already i think as humans we don't actually try to you know self criticize our own like whatever we do like if you like something we don't tend to know why we like something this like i keep talking nice I keep on doing it. don't analyze others and this sounds to you asks you why do you like this mm-hmm. okay just i give an example from my own life uh, when i was like applying for my university i never knew why i liked science per se i thought at the at that moment when i saw the thing on my uh, what is i call statement first mistake you know we don't usually tend to like critique on ourselves like why do i like playing guitar why do i like watching movies just like they're fun that's what we know mm. but you delve deeper you don't know yeah. you don't have the yeah, curiosity yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so so funny thing basically to summarize uh, we as humans do have a control over what we think what we are curious about and what we are greedy about mm. but still it's predominantly the environment which decides us mm, we yeah. and after all we are life too we yeah. react to the environment and the nature <laughs> anything to add on aryan yeah yeah sure <laughs> like i i think like we come to a nice conclusion about uh, all the characteristics about humans uh, greed and uh, empathy and everything else and i think the last few discussion the uh, last discussion was really thoughtful so saying this like hadi you want to say one sentence and finish it um i i think we should be everyone uh, say one sentence yeah uh, i just want to say thank you for listening to me even though i talk rubbish from time to time i love your irritating voice yeah <laughs> yep that's it okay 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 uh krishna yeah go like go like yeah that's it and our special guest bharat go nature we are part of nature i don't know what to say it's fine so thank you for listening to our part oh, stay tuned in we're going to come <laughs> sanchu oh my goodness <laughs> no it's oh, fine I, i am anyways not the most knowledgeable so it's okay i understand <laughs> okay talk to you later bye Bye.